All right, some great news coming out of uh, Moderna and a uh, possible uh, vaccine. We'll see. At least uh, step one in place. Step two, who knows, July, as far as those clinical trials. Dr. Ron Senagra, Sunrise Wellness Center uh, in uh, Sable. Check out the site, sunrisewellnesscenteralive.com, and you can call a little bit later on for a free consultation at 631-563-1444. Hope you're doing well, sir. Everything are okay? Yeah, everything's good. Good morning. Good to hear from you. Good to hear you. <laughs> How's it going, Jake? It's always great hearing from you. You know, every time Sinagra's on, he sends me a, a little text message and around and you're he's up early like me. You're up you're up maybe before me. I get up at four thirty. Yeah, you always when I get you up always send, you, know, you always send me a little good morning and a little smiley face, which kinda <laughs> Makes my Tuesday because I know if it's Tuesday, it's Sinagra. That's what I know. Hey, uh, you know what I was thinking about the discuss? I try to always come up with something different so the audience can, it, just to make everybody think. You know, we we all don't want to be on the same uh, the same line. We want you know contrasting opinions. And I tell you, Jay, I mean, we're really watching uh, from a political uh, viewpoint or. Uh, uh, a, a uh, citizen's viewpoint, we're seeing something that's quite dramatic. I mean, I don't know if we've ever seen the government doing things for public safety in direct conflict or contrast to civil and constitutional liberties. And now we're having this big battle. And the, the one issue that I see that is is glaring is that we've got bozos <laughs> in some of these politicians with some of these mandates. Did, did you see the, you see the Nassau County executive? Uh, uh, did you see the video clip of her talking about tennis? Yeah. Well, and listen, <laughs> uh, she wants to mark balls. I mean, could you listen? What <laughs> is wrong? You can't, you can't touch what, other people's let, balls. Well, what is wrong with that? <laughs> tennis I mean, balls. You know, that is. Let me rephrase listen. that. <laughs> <laughs> that I, is a, I wrote down some that, that I just found that were, just so, uh, that were just so glaring. Uh, in California, uh, they said that you can walk on the wet sand, not the dry sand at the beach. Um, in uh, Illinois, you can only have two people in a boat. So if you're a family of three or four, you got to leave two kids on the shore. And if you have a 60-foot boat or a 13-foot whaler, it doesn't make a difference. Um, and, and, of course, then you mentioned just prior to Blasio, uh, I'm going to pull people out of the water if they're swimming. I mean, this is what happens when you allow we, – we, you know, Jay, we've gotten away from what this started. I mean, we, we all were faced with a novel virus, right, a new thing, and then we, we didn't know what to expect, so we listened to the medical experts, and we did a shutdown, and uh, we could debate that, you know, was it the right thing, was it not the right thing, but we did it, okay, uh, now what we're finding out is that we're not listening to any kind of science anymore. Um, you know, now these mandates come down, and, you know, the problem is I don't understand why people are accepting them. With, you turn the news on, everyone's just accepting that you should wear a mask. But yet there's so many studies that say if you're a healthy person, it's very, very unhealthy. And the mask that they're, unless you're wearing that N95 mask, you're not stopping COVID. I mean, I, I go to the 7-Eleven and, and, and four landscapers get off the truck with the same dirty bandana every day. And that's acceptable. So that's not based in science and logic. And they're using fear. Well, you'll give it to someone else. We know who the vulnerable are. We know the vulnerable 
are the older people with underlying comorbidity. Those are the people that need to follow these guidelines. So when you do these things like the masks and social distancing, did you see the article in uh, in the New York Times about the the uh, the quarantine people and the and the percent of people who uh, came down with COVID yeah. in New York City? The quarantine people were the highest. So some of these things that we just accepted: quarantine, masks, social distancing. Social distancing is a folly. I mean, so we're going to stay six foot apart, but the cashier can touch everybody's money and everybody's food. Or, you know, we're going to we're going to sit in line and we're going to get food. But the, the food prep guy, where has he been? These things are just done. And I don't think we we're not we're just accepting them. And I can't understand why, because they're really, really disrupting us getting back to normal and our very existence. By the way, shame on you for uh, really negating the mantra of the county executive of Nassau County regarding <laughs> balls. I mean, quite frankly, I have no problem putting a Sharpie on my balls, making sure I put my initials on if I am playing tennis. Just in case if you I want to playing tennis, get home. So I pick up the right ball. I mean, quite frankly, you should be ashamed of yourself. I'll tell you this much. Uh, I wear a mask when I head out of my household, sir. Because, you see, the problem is that you could be asymptomatic and still carry this darn thing, and then well, all yeah, of a sudden we got even a bigger problem. True. So, the, you know, the, the, the biggest problem I see, and I'll tell you, I even, told, I even stated the story yesterday. I saw a whole bunch of kids, or not kids, there were, there were guys playing touch football uh, in, in a park, and there were probably about 12 to 15 of them I was driving by, and you see, that's that's the problem. And then there was a cop car. I'm not kidding. A cop car, probably 25 feet away. So where is the cop regarding just yeah, reminding see, these guys? You know what? This, can you, can you, if if we have enough data now, we have enough. We've done enough testing. We've done enough statistically to understand who's vulnerable. The people that are in contact with the people that are vulnerable or the vulnerable people. Those are the ones who, sh who need to be restricted and should wear masks. Number one, the masks don't do anything if you don't have the right mask on. And so that's, and the idea that you're going to somehow stop that with a mask, all that does is infringe on everybody's civil liberties and, and make us insane about even coming near somebody, which destroys our whole social fabric. It's ridiculous. And why could not 15 healthy people play a game of touch football? Why not? If they're not, if they're not going to be in contact with somebody, the people who are vulnerable now, you got to let us live. You can't, we don't want the federal government, and we don't want local governments to legislate away risk and death. That is a dangerous, slippery slope. Because when the government starts to regulate health like that, its job is not to protect us on every level. Its job was to protect us from this massive unknown pandemic, and it did that with the quarantine and everything else. But, I mean, it, where does it stop? That, with smoking, drinking, fast food, fast cars. I mean, if we're going to use this, or if we're going to use that excuse that, you know what, you might have it and not know it, then you're accepting that wearing these masks and social is the new future. Do you like this future? 
Listen, here's the thing. Now, I've been very lenient in my household. I've actually allowed my kids now uh, to take off their masks as uh, as they come to the dinner table. So, in, in, in essence, you know, I'm feeling good about things. But quite frankly, come on. If, if a bunch of guys are playing, I mean, is it really the smart thing to do? With all that's out there, all the data and everything else, listen, I know what you're saying. And by the way, you know, you could be an individual without an underlying condition uh, that uh, you could come down with this thing. You know, there, yeah, there, there, are, there are still the a sector. There is still a sector of the population, uh, A, that if you're not an elderly person, B, if you do not have an underlying condition, that doesn't mean you can't come down with COVID. There have been plenty of people, all age right groups, there, you that have come down dangerous. with COVID-19, sir. What you just said is dangerous. It's dangerous for one main reason. Because if you have that mentality, then, you're, then this is the new life that we have. And we're not going to just let people live. It's not supposed to be the government's job to protect us from every possibility and possible risk. You cannot legislate away risk, and you cannot legislate away death. You can't do that. So the idea that we're going to, and this is the big battle that we have now, in a, in a constitutional republic, you cannot have the policing that we have now and have a it's incongruent with a constitutional republic and it's not even based on science and that's the thing everyone's oh social distancing social di social distancing is ridiculous if you're healthy there's no reason why you can't be close to somebody you, and there's no re and if so you have to switch the burden onto the people that are around the people that are vulnerable and for the people that didn't know it uh, jay i mean I'm, we went through the aids crisis can you imagine if they, at, at, during that point in time, the government forced everybody to be tested and you had to have this test? No, the government gave it back to the people. Look, it, it's, a, it's a dangerous virus and you better take precautions. And, you, and some people did and some people didn't. And some people paid the price and some people didn't. We can't have the government legislate everything down because then that's no longer the United States. It's no longer a constitutional republic. It's a police state, just like we have now. Quite frankly, uh, it's it's out of caution. It's out of caution. That's why the distancing and the masks are 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 to be kind of put in play. I, I think it's out of caution. Uh, I do think I do think until we know, this, listen. This is the unknown. Okay, this is the unknown. unknown we we got to put safety. Here's the first. Here's the first thing. We got to put safety first. You have to. Okay. When I go into a supermarket. I'm wearing my mask. I am. I'm protecting yeah, Jay, I mean, it, it, those it comes down to that the are in the store like as well as myself. And I want to see everybody very, very, wear a mask. Um, certain, certain strains of hepatitis are very contagious. Uh, we don't screen everyone at the door for hepatitis. I mean, where is this going? You, we're really at a crossroads in the, in the nation. We know who's vulnerable. We can protect those who are vulnerable. The idea to infringe upon the total masses of, you know, and then we have the craziness where you can go into Home Depot and stop and shop, but you can't go to that guy's gym in New Jersey or Vinny's Pizza down here in Sayville. I mean, I, I, that that doesn't make sense to me. And I just feel that we're we're not basing things on science and we're basing things on what we call common sense. Common sense isn't very common. And common sense also may not be right. Remember, we thought washing hands with antibacterial soap 
was great. And they, they basically said, don't do that anymore prior to COVID uh, because it kills all the good bacteria. I got a, I got a little uh, example for you. Uh, I, I call it the lessons from an infant. What does my daughter do with everything she picks up? She puts it in her mouth. Why? Because that's that the is a way to build an natural system. instinct, right? Sure, because that's we have to interact with our environment. Having people walk around with masks and gloves and not coming in contact and not having our natural, you know, our natural flora, our natural uh, uh, microbial environment interacting with our the environment around us—that's not normal. That's not healthy. So what we're doing now to protect this, we know who's, first of all, COVID, it's only 0.03% fatal. So 99% of the population is not at peril of dying. We can take care of that less than 1% with the proper guidelines. But to make the other 99% do that, what it's doing to our civil liberties and our freedoms, and it's also from coming from a doctor's perspective, it's not healthy. I mean, wearing these masks out in public and not being in the sun and not being able to go to parks. Uh, why can't, why can't you wear the masks? Let me ask you a question. Why can't mm-hmm. you wear the mask? Why can't you wear the mask when you go to the beach? Why not? Why can't you because wear the mask? It, it, number one, it's stupid. It's not. <laughs> it's stupid simple. to you, but it's, it's it crazy. Say, but You're on the beach. Well, you COVID. Where, where are you going to get it from? The air. If you're on the beach, there's nothing more natural. Sun, oxygen, UV light. <laughs> People can walk stupid around to mask. you. But, Doc, it's stupid to <laughs> you, but it could save a diving. life. No? Could it save a life? You Listen, I agree with you. I, I do believe we got to open it up. I have no problem opening it up right now. You want to tell me distancing and masks? Wearing. Uh, Hold on, let me you, you, Can I you got to be careful thought, with please? that save a life stuff. Because you don't you're going to go down that road. Uh, you, you know, we got to shut down McDonald's. You got you to gotta ban the sale of cigarettes. You know, all right, first what are you guys drinking in the bar? Can you do me a it's favor? A, you know how many people alcohol kills every year? Can do you, you do- want to live in a constitutional free republic or a police state? Right now we're living in a police state. And let me, let me, can I ask you a our, question? When yeah. we have a dialogue, can I finish my thought outside of eight words before you no, chime in? You, what know, I am, you don't have what, a problem with letting you finish. But go ahead. What I am <laughs> saying, you know I love you, right? But listen to yes. me. All I'm saying is let's take the cautious approach. I agree with you. We have to open it. I've been saying we got to open it up for weeks, okay? But I'm saying let's do so in a safe manner. Let's keep the distance. Let's keep the masks on, okay? Let's comply. Whatever we got to do. Let's open up businesses, Main Street and everything else. But let's do it in a very safe approach. Listen, I get it. I agree with you. The most elderly out there, they're the most vulnerable. Those with the underlying conditions, they too. But there are plenty of cases, plenty, okay? Plenty of cases in which you do not, you're a healthy individual. All of a sudden... You get the transferring of this virus uh, into your system, and guess what? Next thing you know, there have been plenty of people on a ventilator. That's the thing you have to combat here. And the way to do that is by taking a cautious approach, okay? Nothing wrong with it. Listen, I was in a restaurant. Listen to me. I was in a restaurant two weeks ago at a state and everything else. Went there, took a little ride up. No problem. Went to a Chili's. I was dying for a margarita and a hamburger, okay? We went in there. It was great. 
The the waitress was wearing a mask. Every other table uh, was unoccupied there. Every the table in between unoccupied. Uh, cautious approach, credit card, using that little mechanism on the table now they have in a lot of restaurants. Left there, fantastic, feeling great, great to be back into society. I have no problem if you want to do a little bit of a crawl before the walk. No problem if it's going to save lives. And let me tell you something, my friend, it's going to save lives. Well, I, I understand that. But to live in a free republic, we always have that saying, what's the cost of freedom? Freedom isn't free. Freedom means that we're going to allow people to do things. We can't limit our, our civil liberties and our constitutional liberties because someone might die from something. Because then we could, then that would stifle everything from driving on the expressway to, to, to buying a fast car to, to, to having a cocktail. You, you know, well, somebody might get, you know, somebody's going to become drunk and they're going to become an alcoholic. It's going to ruin their lives. So stop selling out. We could, we could really, but why am I even going there? Because we know where this battle's going. They're talking about the speeding up of the vaccination, and you and I differ on uh, our opinions, but not as much as you would think about vaccinations. I'm not against vaccinations. I'm against mandatory vaccinations. But that's where this appears like it's going. There's many in government and from uh, uh, people at the NIA, CDC, when they come up with a vaccine for this, you watch something that was did not affect 99% of the population, they are going to try to push for mandatory vaccination for everybody. And that's, and that's where this, this whole debate I've been talking about with you this morning about freedoms and, you know, constitutional and civil liberties versus public safety and public health. It's going to come down to that epic battle between those in power and, and those with um, connections with the CDC and the NIA and the World Health Organization, uh, they've stated it many times. You could just look it up. They want mass mandatory vaccination. And let me that's say the, this. Oh, that's the ultimate battle. Let, let me say this. And, 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 and the thing is, you and I battled way back regarding the measles vaccination. And listen. I was all in favor with the governor did as far as the religious exemption. You had to take it away based on the outbreak and everything else that occurred in this state. Uh, we had more measles, uh, more uh, outbreak of measles than anywhere in the United States. You had to do that by preserving the safety of others. You had to do that by taking away that exemption. Now, now you know just, I disagree. Well, hold on. Let me finish. I'm letting Tom, you let finish. finish. I'm just let me you finish. know I disagree. Now, now I, I know you disagree, but let me finish. <laughs> when it comes to this thing, I don't think you will ever have anything in place where you're going to have to take this vaccine as far as COVID. For one thing, it has side effects, and it could have side effects on some. So I think, you know, you're going to have to have a little one-on-one -on -one with your physician, and if deemed okay and the recommendation is there and he gives the okay, he or she, then it's up to the individual to have that vaccine. I do not think, I do not think you will have a mandatory deal in place where one will have to have the vaccine or else. Not going to happen, I, I, I don't I pray see. for that, and, 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 you know, and I think that it's kind of, it's like the flu shot. You know, if you feel that you want to get the flu shot, you know, God bless you. I mean, it's an option for you, but... 
I wouldn't come up with this out of thin air. And I'm certainly not trying to strike up a, contro- a controversy because uh, I find the, the thought of it absolutely chilling and, and, and frightening that the government could now possibly do this. But, I mean, you know, Bill Gates has come right out and said it. Uh, and uh, I was listening to Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz said that, that it, you have absolutely no right to refuse a vaccine. And here, that's going to be the debate. Let's just say they do that. I mean, it's not going to happen. See, yeah, I, I, I would think that it could not, Jay, but if you would have told me that I couldn't go to work for a month or two months and someone couldn't go down to the beach in, in June, I, you know, I would have laughed at you. If you would have told me that my, that my mother-in-law, is not, who goes to church three days a week uh, and every Sunday for the last 70 years can't go to church for two months, I would have laughed at you. I mean, I don't know where this is going, but you see what these knucklehead politicians are doing. And there's, uh, and there's other ones in high places that truly believe we need to vaccinate the entire population and that we should, no one and then they're going to start using this stuff that if you don't you're a risk to everybody else and that's where we're going to have that massive political debate of you know health care and health, public safety versus constitutional and civil liberties it, it's tell you right a, now, a, it's I'm going to tell you right now, it is not going to be Beijing over here, okay? Because there's going to be <laughs> side effects. Listen, there's going to be side effects of this vaccine. You're not going to be yes. required to take yes, a vaccine. Listen is. to me. You're not going to be required to take a vaccine because it could kill you. It could <laughs> kill you. And that's why it's going to be on a physician's recommendation that one would be eligible to take a vaccine. That's just the way. You're okay, not going to so- have the- mandate here throughout the country you, you can't come on it could kill you it, it, there could be some side effects here i mean let's let's so, keep it real here but, but now I, I want now that you've stated that and I, that's exactly how i feel but so we're, what we're going to do is we're going to remember this date and time trust me there is going to be a push for mandatory vaccination. Let me say this, sir. I I study this stuff all the time. So I I read up on this, and and this is my field, and I I follow all the health, uh, you know, uh, all the health newsletters, and I follow all the people that are in charge of different types of health agencies. There's going to be that push. You say there's not. I say there is. I don't think there will be, but I'll tell you this much. We're going to see in the future uh, how it goes. Uh, I hope not, Jay. I really do. Doc, but, I'm going to you know, say this. I'm going to say this. If that vaccine is out, nobody's going to force me to take it, but I'm going to do it on my own volition, and I am going to accept uh, taking a shot in the arm or wherever else the heck they want to put it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, uh, to me, be, that is... the first one on the plank, huh? Listen to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go the other way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I am going that. to take this thing. I am going hey, to take the but, vaccine if it's out there. Hey, before I go, another thing I wanted to talk to you about is one of these things that is, I don't know how this is going to work, you know, the, with the social distancing, which I don't agree with for healthy people, but how are they going to open up these restaurants and bars and establishments at, at 25% capacity? It, it, it's almost, you know, again, we go back to that conflict. How is that going to work? I mean, most people I know that own a restaurant, they need near max capacity certain days of the week to really to, to real I mean if they're not near max capacity on Thursday, Friday and Saturday and, and partially on Sunday, they, they they can't stay afloat. 
So, Listen, I mean, I, how does that work for people? The, the I'll tell you how it works. On Fire Island, you know, they get 12 weekends. I will tell you how it works. 25% capacity is better than zero capacity. Well, not really. I, I mean, yes, if, it is. if your overhead is $1,000 and you bring in 600 it doesn't make a difference if you brought in $1 or 600 You can't I pay disagree. all your bills. You could... You could shut the doors for good, and that'll be the end of it. Listen, you got to start somewhere. Put a capacity restriction in. Put the masks on, and keep your distance, Ron Sinagra. When Tyranny, I see you in a I bar, <laughs> I want to. When I see, listen, behavior. When I see you at Flynn's in Fire Island sometime coming oh, up, baby, I want to say, <laughs> I want to say hello to you six feet away. But I'll uh, tell you this: How are you going to buy me a margarita six feet away? I will send a margarita <laughs> down the bar, but I will I will say hi to the lovely Stephanie at five feet away. I'll tell you that much. You six feet away. You stay the heck away from me. <laughs> All right, listen. Oh, God. I can't great wait for the day to get out and, and, and start enjoying life again. Jay, it was great talking to you, and uh, we'll, we'll talk next week.